It's finally here, the moment we all been waiting for. The one and only, the kid who said he will come back just to destroy every single person with his rhymes. I give you the one and only. Yup. Oh, hi. I'm Lamar Bridges. This is I N T R V B K D W N, the Introverted Breakdown Podcast. Play my music. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't trying to grow that stuff for you. For the record, live on me going all the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. For the record, for the record, for the for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record. Been a little too nice to y'all. I got a up price on y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. Frozen. So I actually do not know how to approach this episode. Um... It's mental health. Where do I begin? Where can I begin? Uh, I used to have an episode where I talked about having a kid with mental health. Um, Not me per se, but it was a hypothetical question about would you have this child if you knew it had a mental disability? Uh, Some people said yes. Some people said no. And it wasn't a question to oppose sides or it wasn't a question to tell you you were right for doing it. You were wrong for doing it. It was a question to see where you were thinking. Have you ever thought of that? What do you have you ever thought of that ever happening to you? And a lot of people's answers prove they never thought this would happen reason why i say that is because you you have the people who feel it's inhumane to get rid of a chill a child to kill that child because you didn't want that child but how is it not inhumane to see that child struggle because you know you can't do anything for it I think those are questions people avoid because they feel what they think is the righteous one. Like I said, I never made this podcast to be right. My concern isn't about being right. My concern is to discuss and push thought. But mental health. According to our history, This is something we are still trying to figure out. We have maybe a grasp of information. How does this person develop schizophrenia? How does this person develop psychosis? How does this person develop a split personality disorder? And yet we have small information, mostly of what we encountered, and we're still learning. 
I can tell you I've been at a mental facility for over a year now. And when I first started working there, it definitely was an eye opener. It definitely was. Just witnessing someone who is dealing with schizophrenia. I can't imagine what it feels like, but I can imagine what the person who has to deal with that person dealing with schizophrenia does. Because for me, I'm just a worker. Can you imagine what a family member goes through? Because we only focus on getting that person help. Why do we only focus on helping the person who's suffering from schizophrenia? Why don't we focus on helping the person who's suffering, trying to help that person? If you guys have never experienced someone going through a response to their stimuli, it's it's unpredictable. Imagine being in a room where 10 people are talking and you're trying to focus on one person. That's the closest I can give you to what the person dealing with schizophrenia is going through. As you're trying to listen and focusing on what this person's telling you, imagine nine other people are talking as well. That's my understanding of what schizophrenia does. That's my understanding of what that person is going through. Now, imagine the family member trying to convince that person that's under schizophrenia. I'm not trying to kill you. I'm not trying to harm you. Imagine being a loved one. And you're scared to go to sleep because this person might be paranoid and feel like they have to take you out because you may take them out. And this is what I mean by why are we only focusing on the ones that are suffering from the illness. There's no outreach for the person who's dealing with it, trying to help. You know how hard it feels to realize you can't help someone when all you want to do is help. There's a lot of facilities you can go to if you're suffering from mental illness. Think about the person who's trying to help someone depressed. How much of our society makes it where we have to focus on someone else's happiness that when someone's depressed, we try our best to make them happy. Now, you might say that's a fool's errand, but imagine as someone as you love you love this person. You want to marry this person. How can you help them? As much as you want to help. Like I said, I've worked for a mental facility and I've watched people who have depression refuse to come in. You can't force anybody who doesn't want the help. You can't force anyone who thinks they don't need the help. 
just because you think they do don't mean they think they do this is a strange territory for me because I'm used to dealing with homeless people Now, many of us probably write homeless people off, and I understand. Some of us don't. Some people have to showcase how much they just care. But if you give a homeless man a dollar and all he wants to do is take that for drugs, you're not helping. You're just feeding your conscience of guilt-free. But... And I do mean, but think about this for the facility that I work in, I've learned drugs really do hyphen, not hyphen, it height, it highlights, it takes it to another level. You take meth, chances are you're going to have some schizoaffective activity going on. Chances are you're going to respond to something. You take heroin, sometimes weed. Granted, you do have to, there are cases where you have to have some history of mental illness for that drug to exploit it, I'll say. But think about it this way. You are always one decision away from having a traumatic experience. You're always one step away from having a traumatic experience that can alter your brain. That can can alter your brain waves. And I've watched many people come in and out of this facility. Bipolar schizo. Psychosis. Some, some of them come in with medical conditions. Um, My facility doesn't handle that per se, but a lot of it is behavioral. Think about this. When I did the special needs episode, you guys probably won't hear that episode anymore because I took it down. But when I did that episode, that episode was to talk about how having this child who may potentially have a mental illness What are you going to do when they become an adult? Let's say this kid has a damaged brain where the thought process is delayed, the learning process is delayed, and they continue to grow physically or outgrow physically of what their brain tells them they are. Physically, they're 27. Mentally, they're six. How can you put up with that? How long will you put up with that? And even worse, what happens when you die? Who's going to put up with that? There may be facilities that will. Problem with that is. There's no guarantee those pers- that person's going to get in. 
there's no guarantee that that person will get the help they need. So they will become that percentage of homeless. And people like me will try to help. Want some food? But their behavior is going to be childlike. So they may not act appropriately. So someone with little to no knowledge of how to handle that situation is going to say, get the fuck away from me. And it may get ugly. And it may get ugly. And it's reality because people are so focused on being right. But learn that being right is subjective. Like I said in the beginning, this is not to say what's right or wrong. This is to say, have you thought of this? This is to ask a question. Have you ever thought about that moment? And a lot of times you haven't. A lot of times you haven't thought about what's going to happen. Reason why I say that is because I'm a black man living in a black community and I've watched black people have children countlessly over and over and over again. But those children do not have futures from their parents. They have to make their own way. So I'm, what the fuck is going to happen with this child who's mentally disabled? They really don't have a future. But how do you deal with this? How do you help someone that's dealing with it? Because we have facilities that's there to help the person who has the mental illness. But as a person who's watching, who's on the outside, understanding does not help. I'm sorry to tell you guys this, but saying I understand you're going through this does not help because someone with schizophrenia mind is scattered. So as they explain to you what they're feeling, they're not explaining to you how they're feeling. Because at one moment, your question can be of a present form and their answer will be from the past. Not only that, their answer will start from the present, go to the past, and then jump to a future. It's a circle. And how do you deal with that? How do you help someone who's not dealing with mental illness? but trying to help someone with it. Where is the, where is their help? I'm not trying to take away from the person dealing with the mental illness. I'm just saying we need to also help the person who's helping that person with the mental illness. Think about it this way. If you're depressed, there's a hotline for you to call. 
you may not know it because of the lack of information you've gotten as an adult or the lack of information given to you or you just never came across that situation where you can get that information. But can I call a hotline? Can my girlfriend call a hotline for her to deal with her mentalness because she's trying to help me if I had a mental breakdown? Because we can all just tell them, don't worry about them. But no, what about what about her? What can she do? How can she help herself? Because mentally, that's exhausting. Mentally, that is it's frustrating. It's exhausting. It's like helping someone with homework. You get it, but they don't. And because they don't get it, they get frustrated. I think we really need that. We need a hotline. Maybe I just don't know. Feel free to let me know. Message me at I-N-T-R-V-B-K-D-W-N. That goes for Facebook, Twitter. Leave a comment. Say, hey, you're wrong. (laughs) We have hotlines for that. We help people who help people. I'm totally fine with that. I am totally fine with that. But I made this episode because I've noticed how people are still focusing on telling others, if you are suffering from mental illness, go get the help. I just wanted to be the person to tell that person who's trying to help the person with mental illness, hey, you go get help as well. Because mentally, it's exhausting trying to deal with someone with split personalities. Mentally, it's exhausting trying to deal with with someone who has bipolar, who's depressed, who's schizoaffective, who has psychosis. It's so many different things. It's hard dealing with medical conditions like Parkinson's. It's hard to deal with medical conditions um i think it's called john huntington disease don't quote me on that but you get what i'm saying it's hard it's hard it's hard dealing with people who have strokes so imagine what it's like dealing with someone who's suffering from psychosis and psychosis is trippy because one moment you can be a friend And the next moment, you're the guy that tried to rob me or you're the woman that tried to molest me or you are, (laughs) as a client called me earlier, Dorito, man. It's 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 mind boggling. And I understand as a human, you want to help. But we need to try to help everyone. Even if they're saying, no, I'm okay. Get the help. It's not going to make you feel like you had a mental breakdown. It's just a way of encouraging. It's a way of saying, we got you as well. It's kind of like the wife. 
or not the wife or the mother when she gives birth everyone's focusing on the baby after she just pushed the body out shouldn't we focus on her as well I'm sure she's mentally exhausted. I'm sure she's physically exhausted exhausted because she just pushed the baby out. Which I still question, like, why some women want to do this? Because you have a chance of dying from it. But that's a different episode. This has been another episode of Introverted Breakdown, the podcast. You guys can look me up on anchor.fm at IN. T-R-V-B-K-D-W-N. That's the Introverted Breakdown Podcast. Peace. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere You're selling false hope cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care Uh, you just don't Still selling false hope cause you just don't care House nigga Feel, nigga, if we talking to a uniform, who the real nigga? Don't you know we in the deep south? So let's keep it real, nigga. This is what they used to mob, let's drag and kill, niggas. I never made the party cause I felt the paper bag. Gotta get this money cause you know I never had it. I'm feeling like my dude, the way I carry my baggage. This heavy load on my shoulders might turn me to a savage. Is that why I gotta fight to get respect? That's a shame. Who's the